It's Tuesday, April 26th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about Elon Musk and Twitter, Mark Meadows' text messages, Donald Trump being held in contempt, and also the cabinet member's secret trip to Ukraine. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Yesterday, I talked about the possibility of Elon Musk buying Twitter, and it looks like the deal is getting the green light from the company's board. The purchase price was announced to be $54.20 a share, which comes out to around $44 billion and will make the platform private again. Elon Musk is the wealthiest person in the world, with a net worth of $268 billion. Some are concerned about such a figure single-handedly owning a platform as influential as Twitter, but Elon isn't the first billionaire to buy a media company. Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post in 2013. Boston Red Sox owner John Henry bought the Boston Globe also in 2013. And the Salesforce CEO acquired Time Magazine in 2018. Also, Elon claims that his motivation for buying the platform is to actually add more transparency and give more room for free speech, not to control it. This sentiment has been largely welcomed by those who feel that Twitter has unfairly censored content based off political or cultural views not shared by those within the company. Generally, these criticisms have been from conservative users. So it will be very interesting to see what actually changes if ownership does turn over. Also, to see if and how this deal will affect other platforms that were created to specifically combat Twitter censorship. For example, former President Trump's social media platform Truth Social was intended to be a direct competitor, with its differentiating factor being a focus on free speech. To become final, the deal does require shareholder and regulatory approval, so it isn't finalized yet, but is expected to happen within the year. CNN revealed yesterday that they had obtained over 2,000 text messages from Donald Trump's former chief of staff in days after the election and up to the January 6th Capitol riots. The chief of staff, Mark Meadows, originally provided these texts to the House committee currently investigating that day. What they show are messages from GOP supporters, Congress members, and Trump allies and family members dealing with the 2020 election results that found Trump had lost to Biden. Some people writing to Meadows were looking for support in their efforts to find evidence of voter fraud. And on the day of the riots, there were messages from some calling on Meadows to get Trump to do more to stop the mob. There's even some calling on him to convince then-Vice President Pence to also reject the election results, which ultimately Pence did not do. The Justice Department has arrested almost 800 people suspected to be connected to the riots, as the ongoing effort to conclude what happened that day continues. It was confirmed yesterday that two top members of President Biden's cabinet made a secret trip to Ukraine over the weekend. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin met with President Zelensky and his team in the capital, Kyiv. 
The trip was kept secret for security purposes, considering that much of the country is still an active war zone, and that until just a few weeks ago, so was the capital. While there, the officials made the announcements that the U.S. will be providing more than $713 million in foreign military financing to go towards Ukraine and 15 European countries, increased U.S. training for Ukrainian troops, the return of U.S. diplomats to the country, and a new U.S. ambassador after three years without one. President Zelensky is said to have asked for an official designation by the State Department to declare Russia a state sponsor of terrorism for atrocities around the country since the invasion, a delegation he asked President Biden via phone earlier in the month. This statute is for governments that support terrorist groups and comes with very strict sanctions. At this time, it doesn't look like the U.S. will be doing that soon. Yesterday, a New York state judge held Donald Trump in contempt of court. The judge ruled that the former president has failed to comply with a subpoena calling for him to turn over certain records regarding his businesses. The subpoena was from the New York state attorney, Letitia James, who is currently conducting a civil inquiry into the legality of Trump's business practices. Her office is investigating the suspicion that the value of assets has been inflated in financial statements. They claim that Trump has repeatedly ignored the subpoenas, while he and his lawyers are saying that they have turned over all the documents they're being asked to, which has come out to only 10 files. Well, now a judge is siding with the attorney general and have ordered Trump's team to provide details on how exactly they conducted their search, the who, what, where, when, and how, and to pay a $10,000 fine a day until they do so. This civil inquiry is happening at the same time as a separate criminal investigation by the Manhattan District Attorney, looking into the same thing, where Letitia James has been helping out there as well. Trump has sued Ms. James in an effort to stop both her civil inquiry and her involvement with that case. It's Tuesday, April 26th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want The News Diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.